0: Hello. What's going on? Howdy. How's it going? Welcome to uh, episode three of Red River Podcast. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. Whoever's listened, they haven't canceled us yet. Um, <laughs> and uh, so, anyway, I got uh, Langan to, to my right. Hello, hello. Uh, and we're at Parker's house, so he's here. <clears throat> Hi. And today we have our, our very first guest which is the, the reason we want we wanted to do this aside from talking about movies and and music and like origin stories with like local bands and stuff um, we wanted to bring people in uh, to tell their story that we're friends with that, that, that have the same DNA that we do which is movies and music and today we have uh, mr. Mike Malamo
1: hello everyone thanks for having me <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, thank you. I'm bowing, if you can't see. (laughs) Fantastic.
0: Um, So, a super thank you to everyone who's reached out and and actually listened. Uh, Eves dropped on these conversations, because I guess at the end of the day, that's really what they are. Um, So, everyone's, you know, PMing and saying nice things. I mean, obviously, we're friends with them, and that's the shit that you're supposed to say. (laughs) But, you know, eventually... It'll be a friend of a friend. Yes. Right. That's what like, we're hoping for. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I don't even know this person. And he said he kind of liked it. When Anne so. messages you, it's <laughs> on. That's it. So um, a, a, a lot has happened. Like I had a very busy two weeks since the last time that we taped. Um, so I know you went to Monster Mania. Yeah, it was awesome.
2: Yeah.
3: Want me to get into that? Yeah, let's do it. It was kind of funny because uh, we made great time, which I love. You know, we didn't have tickets beforehand, so we got there, had to park seven blocks away, which kind of sucked because it was freezing that day. Does that
0: shit sell out?
3: It didn't sell out, but you still had to walk through the cold, but it was nice. I mean, we just paid at the door and got in there and everything. That's the one in Cherry Hill, right? Cherry Hill, yeah. Yeah. I was at Wawa's. Oh Which one? Which one? I mean, we did one on the way there, and then mm-hmm. we actually did a separate one on the way home. So it was it was. Awesome. Did you get the scrapple? No, no scrapple. Good. That yeah, stuff yeah. is rancid. I don't even know. I don't even know what the fuck. Dude, that is. It,
1: it's literally like pork, beef, chicken, and some other maybe spam mm. just ground together. It's mm. it's interesting. Definitely not as good
3: as the pizza we just. And it's added, square.
1: So. Yeah, you know, it, it it's like the old uh, sandwich meat they used the to give you. Scrappler. Yeah. Is that what it is? It's a good wrestling name, right there. You know? <laughs> this
3: guy could just come makes down, scrappler you in your pants, throw
0: used meat at you in the audience. You know? So, uh <laughs> so back to Monster Mania. Yeah,
3: I mean, it was packed like always. All these conventions get crazy, and. uh you know, it's good because they have the people there signing autographs, and then they have vendors, and you have, you know, everybody else, you know, dressed up in these, I mean, the costumes are phenomenal, you know, you've got little kids, five years old, to like, you know, grandpa who's 70 years old, dressed up in these things, and, uh... <laughs> grandpa, yeah. I what does what does Grandpa dress up? He as? dresses up as Grandpa Munster. That's, oh, what he dresses okay. up that's, as, that's amazing and obvious. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that's great. <laughs> but uh, no, it was a great time. Um, it was everybody from you know, you know, insert guy that played Jason here. I mean, the the big name was John Cusack. Yeah, that's what oh, I saw. Wow. Yeah, Cusack. Yeah, like, that's yeah. huge. That's, and I think that that's yeah. you know the main reason why I was so crowded. You uh, have to get
2: separate tickets and wait in a separate line. Well, it's funny because.
3: Everybody else that was signing, you could walk into the room and just kind of, you know, glance around. I, I mean, half the reason why I love going to these fucking things is to see how shitty these people look now <laughs> you know it sounds horrible you're not the only one yeah though. it sounds yeah. horrible so, so you go into these things and yeah it definitely sounds horrible yeah yeah so i go in there and the first guy to my left is the bass player pantera wow.
0: still looks at yeah yeah, yeah. i don't know how That's random most... yeah. Yeah, rex yeah yeah yeah, yeah. About rex? yeah. oh, oh yeah. yeah shout out yeah. to rex yeah, yeah. i know <laughs> you are listening. yeah yeah
3: um but what i did not like was forty dollars per autograph for rex oh that really? was a, yeah that was a big boo-hoo right there um, but all the autograph prices seem to have gone up. I mean, you know, Jason from Part 4, who used to be charging, you know, $20, is now charging $30. But if you want a hockey mess sign, now it's $80. Oh, wow. You know, shit like that. It's outrageous. Um.
1: <clears throat> yeah, but what else does he have going on? Uh, yeah, yeah nothing, <laughs> nothing.
3: And on top
0: of that, it's like, you know, I think they do shit like this because they figure maybe people will pay for it. And once people pay for it, they're like, fuck it. Yeah. I think they're just, like, going for the most extreme thing. And they're like, maybe no one's going to say yes to this. Yeah. And then there's, like, ten jerk-offs online. Sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah. Being like, yeah, yeah. you want 80 bucks for that hockey mask yeah. if you sign it? Absolutely. Yeah. I'll take three.
3: That. And, I mean, you know, I'll go back to Monster Mania, but I was at a different convention, and um, the guy from Day of the Dead, the guy that played the actor, um, his character was Miguel, literally – Nobody went to this fucking guy's table, like, the entire fucking day. I mean, at the end, the guy was, like, asleep on his table. <laughs> day of the, de- day uh, of the Dead? Yeah.
0: Which one? The, the guy who lets them all in at the yes, end? Yes,
3: exactly, that guy. Fucking and
1: That's I why said no to one was my, there.
3: Yeah, I said to myself, I was just like, all right, next year, I'll be the first guy on that line, blah, blah, blah. And the fucking guy killed himself.
1: Oh, my God. Wow. wow. Yeah.
3: Oh now God. I feel horrible. You know? I did so not know sucks. that. Yeah. The yeah. fans, the <laughs> fans did that. Yeah, yeah. It sucks. Whoa. You know? and Whoa. it's funny
0: because like he did that in Day of the Dead. Yeah, and so. so yeah,
3: so many yeah. ways. Yeah, so so Monster Mania. I'm walking around, you know, looking at these prices, blah blah blah. And uh, so the woman that played Buffy was at Christy Swanson. Oh, that was, yes. that was the main reason. I was like, is she crush. hot? Huge. Is she not hot? Huge. Blah blah All blah. Right. Still hot. nice, Really? Yes. Still very hot. 1992
0: nice. was a long yeah, time ago. No, she looks good. <laughs> and the chase. Yeah. Yes, yes. Henry she, Rollins. The, oh, the yes. dry
3: ride scene in the backseat mm-hmm. with Charlie Sheen, you know. Oh, she Hopefully,
0: you know, she doesn't do that now. Nah, so
3: she's sitting there, you know, behind the table and pretty face. I could see that right off the bat. But then she comes around the table to take a picture with a guy. And I'm like, wow, man, she's got like, she's rocking the spandex pants. And like, yeah, she looked, she looked good. I like to hear that. Yeah, she looked good. So... So then I went around and like uh, then like the wrestling guys had their own room. Like some of the guys from the Four Horsemen were there. Chief you know Strong, but no, he didn't make it. I, th- I think he passed away. Too.
1: Um, Killed himself also. Yeah. Uh,
3: all the Karate Kid guys were there. So Machio had a pretty long line. You know, right. um, guy that played uh, Johnny was there.
2: Uh, William Japka. Yeah, he's got to have a big line, I would think. <laughs> Absolutely, he
3: had
0: a longer line than Sensei. I'll, so, you know, <laughs> I'll tell you this aside from Sensei's like army movie yeah. Martin Cove Um, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you uh, what's that kid who plays the, the villain in Karate Kid I forget his name Zabka Zabka. Was Zabka? Zabka. Zabka. Yeah. Zabka back to school Yep. oh yeah what right. else was just he one in? just one of the guys he's Greg Toland yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, he basically was in more movies that I love than Ralph Manchin. He was, yeah. he was yeah, the go-to true. 80s asshole. Yeah. Him and James
2: Spader. Nice. Yeah. Get those roles. yeah, That is <laughs> awesome very dicks. true. Yeah. That is very true. He was yeah.
0: pimping out, uh, what, what was that, Less Than Zero. It was nice. with, with, yes. oh, oh, my good one. goodness. It's in the L section over,
3: yeah, there, so over there. We got it. So back, um, back. So now so I'm walking around, and I'm just like, well, Cusack, where the fuck is Cusack? So I go over to one of the guys working. He goes, oh, John Cusack is upstairs. I'm like, wait, the fucking guy has his own floor? And he goes, yeah, he's got I, the entire I,
0: upstairs. I completely believe yeah. it because yeah. the it's light years from the fucking guy from Day of the Dead who yes. killed himself yes. to John Cusack. <laughs> yeah. Like, John Cusack, for our age demo, he is huge. Oh, yeah. He
1: was the leading cool. man. Yeah. I mean, he's been in every
0: he, How many great awesome. movies no? has Countless. he fucking been Countless. in? Countless. Yeah. Gross Point Blank mm-hmm. better. High Fidelity? Dead.
1: Yeah. One Crazy Summer. One Crazy Summer. Say crazy Anything? Summer. Say anything? Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. You
0: know, now everything is so fragmented that, you know, people release movies like left and right. And he's one of those people that have, uh, like, you go to Redbox and there's like 30 uh, John Cusack movies that you've never heard of. Sure. And I'm sure, listen, I think at the end of the day, he's like a working actor. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So he's just thinking like, all right, you know, fuck it. You're going to pay me this much. Making a living, yeah. making a living. Because I just saw Cell with him. Sure. And uh, Samuel L. Jackson. And I think it was like based on a Stephen King book. Yeah, I read that but book. movie yeah. was fucking terrible. Yeah, uh, that was a bad movie. It started Real off bad. great, and then it went nowhere. Uh, like, completely. I'm like, how... Great story, great premise, great actors. And then the last half of the movie was just like, man, is the shit over yet? <laughs> but uh, so, so he was upstairs, and the thing that sucked about that
3: was you had to wait online just to go upstairs you couldn't like go up there just to like kind of look at the guy and glance at him so i never even i mean the line was outrageous so i didn't even i didn't even bother oh, so wasting really? i didn't even go up there it yeah. was that long yeah i, I cause
0: you figure everyone there you know that person who bought the three hockey masks for eighty mm-hmm. bucks. Like, <laughs> there's like a zillion of those guys yeah. just waiting for.
3: Because nine out of ten of those guys are just gonna flip it on eBay anyway. That's why they
0: go to. Is these that the things. way? Yeah. Is I that mean, the
3: hustle? Well, you could always oh. tell. You know, be like, it's oh, oh, well, what's your name? I'd be like, oh no, just sign it. Once you hear that, yep. if it's not personalized, it's going on eBay. You know, because obviously, if you're gonna buy Bobby Joe's, you know. Hockey mask. It's, it doesn't mean who the fuck is Bobby Joe anyway, you know? Like, <laughs> right. it doesn't make any sense. You make know? it
0: out to John or Mike,
3: yes, you know? So it's <laughs> yeah.
1: a good chance that's happening, yeah.
3: <laughs> but uh, no, it, it, was a, it was a good time. I mean, going back to Christy Swanson, so she looked great, and Oof. on the you know, negative side, she had uh, Nurse Ratchet next to her, mm. and that woman probably should have been on a stretcher being wheeled to like <laughs> the like, she looked. <laughs> Horrible. So she
0: oh, is what God. you were
3: waiting. for. Yes, yes. So yeah. that was good.
0: So okay. that was that. That so, made my day. Yeah. yeah. So you got the the hot Christy Swanson and like the
3: positive negative next yeah. to each other. Mm-hmm. That just made her. Now her you met her, hot. got
2: an autograph, or you just no, stood just, behind like a bush did, like, and like, the, looked yeah, like at the her like drive by yeah, creepy. Yeah, like,
3: yeah the drive by <laughs> creepy guy. But it's
0: funny. You so now, like. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
3: <laughs> so now i'm leaving and the line of creepy guys i'm just like oh man my, yeah
0: hey course, christy you know. i met you one time in like 92 remember it was like pittsburgh <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> it was like a wawa yeah.
1: oh nice man you <laughs> were eating the scrappler it. Yeah. <laughs> and it all comes full circle that's it
3: <laughs> no but it, it, it was a good time altogether i mean our good friend dan turr was there shout out to dan turr and merchandise we got to get him on yeah very he, soon. he was doing a good job um selling his stuff so he did pretty well there but i mean you go to those things you you can't not have a good time
0: i've only been to one which is weird because of my love of this stuff um and it was the one in in hop hog which was like probably like the wayne tollison of like you know it was just like the the complete like worst version of it but i still had fun it was nice to drive 15 minutes to go to one when was that This was, like, last year or two years ago. I actually bought this. It's a Halloween Uh two shirt. So I went there, and I went there with my girlfriend, and it was, like, the first time we ever been to one. Um, So I'm, like, walking around. There were, like, no-name stars. It was just, like, people with, like, indie movies. And um, so I didn't know what to get. So I wanted to do, like, a lap around, um, and then I see um, these people selling cupcakes. Now, obviously... I have a weight problem (laughs) you know I don't know if you've noticed but I'm fat (laughs) so they're selling this shit and one of them is the Friday the 13th like uh, cupcake and there's like something inside of it so I'm like let me get that And, and my girlfriend's like that's a shot of alcohol inside the cupcake. You don't want that one. I was like, okay. So then I I ended up getting some other cupcake. And then we walked around. And then, like, you you described Nurse Ratchet. Yeah. All right. So there's this one old lady. I don't even remember what fucking movie she's been in. But (laughs) you could tell, like, she... (laughs) Yo, she just looked like... Uh, like they plugged her in like you know like she like she she was a phone charging Uh and they unplugged her and they just (laughs) (laughs) sat her in that fucking chair because she did she probably had no idea where the fuck she was Uh you know they just like just threw her there they're like let's
2: family probably wheeled (laughs) her in like we'll Uh pick you up in four hours make Uh make the money it's like the grandfather texas chainsaw (laughs) mess yes Uh yeah yeah
0: we're going to den. <laughs> yeah, instead of like the hammer, they just give her the pen. <laughs> 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 just drop, just throw it on the piece of paper. <laughs> so she like, um, it was one of those things that like when I walked by her, she like did the pitch, and that's what I realized when you go to these things, they 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 try to sell you. Oh, on, yeah, on yep. everything that they have. Yep. So she like livens up says her whatever and i just look at her and i was like i don't know i don't remember the movie or whatever it was and as soon as i didn't look interested it was like all the li- <laughs> <laughs> all the life from her like old body oh. just went away uh-huh. and like the lights just went <laughs> dim <laughs> and she just waited for the next person uh. with uh. the guy next to her was the, he was the Toxic Avenger. Oh, okay. So I was like, holy shit. I was like, I love the Toxic Avenger. He's mm-hmm. like, really? I'm like, I love one and four. He's like, well, I was in two and three. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so like, close. Cool. And then he honestly almost like somersaults out of his fucking, ch- like he was on one side of the table. And when I told him I love the Toxic Avenger, he jumped in between me and Ke- uh, my girlfriend and he's like, oh, give, give this person your phone. So I'm like, okay, and as the wheels are turning in my head, I'm thinking like, wait a minute, I'm like, what's going on here? So we pose for a picture with my fucking phone <laughs> that I didn't ask for, and then he gets back to his seat, and this dude is like a huge dude. I got the fucking stupid hair, like mine probably looks like right now, <laughs> um, and he's like, all right, he's like, let me tell you, he's like, uh, he's like, you know, usually when I take a picture with someone who's like, from now on, he's like, everything on the table's half off, and I'm like. <laughs> Uh, I'm like, but I I didn't ask for a picture. Uh, So he was just like, well, usually when I take a picture, people are cool enough and they buy something. And I'm like, oh, I felt really weird. And I'm like, well, he's like, yeah, I'll just autograph one of these for like 10 bucks. And I'm I'm like, like, but I don't I'm like, I don't want an autograph. So then he I guess he posed for like some Type of like male nude magazine, it's but it wasn't better. a picture. It was like one of these like Xerox copies. Yeah. So he turns to my girlfriend. He's like, "How about you?" And he starts showing her this picture. Oh. And I was like, "No, we're good." And he's like, "Hey, man, I'm talking to the lady." Wow. <laughs> and I was oh, like, my I was like, "Okay, you know what? Give me Toxic Avenger two. Sign it, and we'll, we'll, I'll hang it up in like you know my band room or whatever." I just wanted to get out of there. I was like, "For the ten dollars." to have this story for a future podcast yeah, that I might have in go. 3 years. <laughs> <laughs> so it worked. His pitch worked. It's, it's, it got you. He honestly, <laughs> yeah, cuz like that lady next to him was just like I guess, you know, like she just didn't really try this guy fucking like he might as well just put a gun to my head. <laughs> Jeez. You know, but it, it well, the old
2: lady just mustered up enough energy to <laughs> yeah. get up and talk to you and just <laughs> shut down.
0: I know she probably like fucking eyeball fucked a dude the whole time after that. You know what I'm saying? This she, like,
2: guy hit on your girlfriend and you bought a DVD. Yeah,
0: thing. <laughs> Not only that, like he just like yeah, he basically took ten dollars from me, hit on my girlfriend, offered her like it was a like a, pick. a picture <laughs> of him like doing this pose, nice. like uh, the uh. hand behind the the head with his like fucking stupid st- stomach out oh my god. it was just really funny and then from wow. there i didn't buy anything else but put this t-shirt which i mean this long good shirt which i love so it's a good shirt but uh i know there's another one in cherry hill coming up right in april yeah do you know chiller be there
3: chiller yeah who's that, gonna be there that's uh, i mean that's everything from the crazy thing about that is it's everything from like wrestlers the soap operas i mean there's a full fright night reunion is antonio
0: sabato jr he
3: might way? be i don't know i mean there's a full the one f-
2: difference with uh i don't know if <laughs> yes. monster con or monster mania do they have the panel still with the movie we can they, ask yeah. questions chiller <laughs> is just an autograph fest. Yeah. there's no interaction and i mean chiller's like crazy
3: because a lot of it is yeah. outside too they set up like tents and yeah. shit outside but i mean this thing it's like a fright night reunion you got like I mean, there's an American Pie reunion on here. Allison I mean, Hannigan. I mean, my boy Tom Savini, who's you know He's great guy, but just an asshole. In total person. asshole. And I can say that because he'll never be on this, so fuck him. Love his work though. Great. <laughs> Sorry, guy. Tom. Yeah. Oh well. Maybe next. Maybe next time. <laughs> Shout, Shout out. So to Tom. Many Perfect. Perfect. Strangers reunion. Yes. So, wow. You know, go Marklin
0: Baker is actually yeah. yeah.
3: Go hang out with cousin Larry. You know, <laughs> um, this is the one that I like. Carolyn Monroe from Maniac.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. so
3: hot. Yes. Probably, but i will go there and hopefully still hot but if not i will tease her probably about how i've shit gone looks. to a couple oh, of chillers, and the
2: great thing about it is there's like a main room where, where like the bar the lobby everything is and there's just like step down area and it's like a pen almost and they have all the big celebrities in it like you'll be standing there on the side ernest borg nine standing next to brigitte <laughs> nielsen nice barney miller's over there Meredith sound it's so odd like uh, a like couple e- of bald ones are thrown in oh, there yeah. and you it's just true. sit there everyone just leans <laughs> on the counter uh, and just <laughs> stares at him like a zoo they just it's like a pen that's literally er-
0: that's Ernie Borgnine <laughs> <laughs> sure. it's like an episode of DC Follies Barney um Miller. the guy yeah. that was the uh
3: what was the bad guy in Dirty Harry Scorpio was that the co- was that the character's name oh
2: man I don't remember I mean
3: he's gonna be there. that's, <laughs> that's pretty right. cool um Guy from Night of the Creeps. Which one? <laughs> that was the, the European boyfriend. vacation, the... No, not rusty. rusty. No, no. The like the dick guy that turned The into other one. guy. The, the
2: guy that's not Rusty. Yes. He he will be <laughs> awesome. there. Awesome. He will be
3: there. Um Kira Sean, little girl from Night of Living Dead, which I never met before, so that's pretty cool. Johnny
0: and Judith, which I
3: met before they're gonna be there, but you know, I'll go. You know, you've got to twist my arm.
0: Hey, listen, I'll be there. That's... It'll be my second, because I don't know. <laughs> and now. that woman will probably be dead by then, so... You know. Yeah. <laughs> Hanging out with Miguel somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Miguel definitely... Uh, Miguel had a bad ending.
3: Oh, sorry. Very bad ending, yeah. and he definitely... Sorry, he, all def- I could say. he I definitely
0: He definitely fucked everyone <coughs> in that uh, uh, army base. So... But, uh, alright, so you, you did all that nonsense. I uh, wish I could have gone... Good nonsense. Um... I'll, I'll definitely hitch along next time. Um, for me, I saw the movie Get Out. Did you watch Get Out, Mike?
1: I haven't yet, but I definitely want to.
0: Any of you guys? No. no I've not heard yet.
1: nothing but I, don't, I don't care what so I hear about it. I'm going to see it.
0: All right. Well, so anyway, uh, then I'm not really going to talk about it, but... Um, <laughs> I thought it was really, really fucking awesome. So you figure the guys from Key and Peele, right? It's just Jordan Peele. Yeah. Um, I never really watched their skit stuff, but people love it.
1: There's some funny stuff in there. Some
0: funny stuff. Um, and I loved Keanu, which was their cat movie, which I never watched until recently, and it was really effective. Like I'm like sitting there, and it's so dumb, but very funny. So it's like one of those movies. But um, Get Out really worked it's uh i want to say it's like a very it felt like very hitchcockish um that's cool i can get on board with that i could be completely off on that but that's, that's how right. i felt i don't and even
2: know the premise what it is like oh, a supernatural pr- kind of um, ghost kind of like c- what doesn't g-
1: appear to be but he would know better
0: yeah i'm not yeah. going to give too much away um just you know a a, a black kid who's dating a white girl and he goes to meet her parents and uh he just notices weird things going on in that neighborhood and then from there the story goes and it's it's great man it's really yeah. it's Very his cool. uh first movie that he directed jordan peele and a complete home run
2: nice
0: so i recommend uh um, check that what else? I went to oh, shout out to this kid Mike Ciani. Um, he does uh, something called Retro Picture Show out in Huntington. So on Friday, um, I went to go see Zombie mm-hmm. um, and Burial Ground. Yep, is I, I never seen Great that movie. before. Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. pretty funny. Um, so th- th- what he does with with this stuff is is uh, at the Cinema Art Center in Huntington is um, he'll throw like these double features on thirty five millimeter. Um, so it'll be like uh, what was the last one it was like Evil Dead 2 and Demons like everything just two movies that go together from like you know the 80s 70s I think he's doing like Black what is it Black Sabbath and Creepshow like two anthology movies oh wow he does a lot of cool stuff there Uh, so I wanted to shout him out Um, and uh, real quick I'm gonna say uh, I want to see the Flaming Lips anyone give a shit yeah, nice. yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. All right, so listen. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if anyone's ever seen them live, but it was one of the best shows I've ever seen. It was out in, in Westbury, and like the like, even if you've never heard one song and you were at the show, yo, I, I was there, and and I saw somebody that I knew, and I guess he was wasted, and I didn't know, and obviously I don't do anything, uh, so I was way too sober, and he wasn't. Ooh. So when I said hi to him, he's like, "What's going on, man?" He's like, "Yo." Give me your hand. And he he starts oh. digging into his, uh, into his pocket. And I'm like, what's he going to give me? And he's like sitting there with his like big finger, like oh. finger fucking his like pocket. Oh. Hot. And uh, so I'm like, okay. And then he pulls out this thing and it's a piece of paper and he puts it on my hand and when i notice what it is it's like two hits of acid Oof. oh my, God. my into my sweaty palm and nice. i almost had a heart attack i was like no they still make that <laughs> shit <laughs> wow good i'm good like to see no you. <laughs> i'm like yo no i don't i don't want to trip out ever <laughs> like it's fine <sighs> he's like all we right, we're going to go smoke weed before they go on i'm like no I'm, i don't do that either he's like well, all right let's get a beer and i'm like no i don't drink either <laughs> actually <laughs> So I'm like, yo, do your thing, and then we'll catch up with you. I'll see you in 20 years. (laughs) Yeah. So listen, I'm sure when those, like, (coughs) Wayne, the lead singer, like, uh, I mean, if you're going to trip out, this is the place to do it. uh, uh, During one of the songs, he rode, like, a unicorn. (laughs) Yes. Through the crowd. I've done that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He had on these, like, wings. Um, then he got into that ball, the inflatable ball, and he sure. crawled all over the the audience. Super show. Like, if you're That's a awesome. fan and have never seen them, I, I would say make a huge Effort uh, point to, do so. to go see them. because it, um Even if you're not, uh, like, I don't love anything past their 2007 at War- Worth, the Mystics record. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't matter because it's, it's just fantastic. So They're
1: yeah. one of those bands that I, nobody ever really talks about as much anymore, but... Anytime you bring them up, the first thing is the live shows. Everyone, you got to see them live. You got to see them. So I'm sure it was amazing. They've,
0: man, they, they've somehow, they, they've just perfected it. Like, they somehow involve everyone. Yeah, good for they them. They had and
2: an interesting career because yeah. they've been around so long. Oh, my goodness. Long like 80, 87. No one 87, gave a I shit think. about them except, like, some art school kids and whatever, you know, way back in the day. And... They hit the limelight so late in their career. It Mm -hmm. was like... It was that song Tangerine, wasn't it? Well, it was She Don't Use Jelly. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. And I saw them... I saw them open for porno for pyros when that was... That's that's exactly. I saw them at
0: Lollapalooza in, like, I don't know, 93 or 94. Mm -hmm. And it was, like, the second stage and there was like nobody there and and back when people gave a shit about autographs I had a notebook that looked like that oh, and they like signed it sick. and I was just like cool
1: <laughs> should have brought it to the show the other night. Well, yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah funny <laughs> but, but like, back in ninety three you guys remember that remember was
3: basically me? it though right what like, if he signed a hockey mask though? Yeah <laughs> how
1: much about a eighty bucks. Which <laughs> I check ebay I heard that's the going rate.
0: Yeah uh, <laughs> can you sign it to, to whom it may concern <laughs> 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 I might want to get rid of this thing later <laughs> But back then, that's what it was, like autographs, right? Because yeah. we didn't have phones. No. We didn't, like, you know, like, you couldn't, like, high-five them and, like, you know, like, take a picture. You know what I'm saying? Like That's, yeah. all,
2: that's really all you had. You carried a Sharpie and some yeah. paper or a napkin, cocktail napkin. Yeah. A yeah. a those somewhere.
0: Yo, hold on. Don't leave. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah. I got to okay. go get a marker. guy's way out of there <laughs> <for> a second. <laughs> you know, and that's why, like, if you're, like, a, a, a girl, like, they were signing titties back then. Yeah. You know, because it was just, like, I guess it was just easy. You just yanked a shirt down or a guy would like pull down his pants and be like sign my ass
2: cheek yeah (laughs) which always kind of confused me because like it's gonna be gone so quickly is it worth
0: I think it's just one
2: Tommy Lee signed my titty is it worth (laughs) it well some people will tattoo it too yeah Yeah.
0: which is wild yeah Yeah. that's a little much like you have to like I can't think of anyone on the planet that would sign my body that I would get (laughs) autograph maybe my dad
2: you know, it's like yeah. I made this, so it's like, all right, it's like, hey, listen, that toxic Avenger guy. Nice made. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking Zing. to your girlfriend. <laughs> she wants a
0: Xerox oh. copy of me flexing my huh. fucking stupid stomach. <laughs> I just love that. I'm like, I love one and four. It's like, yeah, I was in two and three. That I is. almost wanted to like to like ask for ID now <laughs> it makes at sense. that point because yeah. I'm just like, those were terrible.
1: Yeah <laughs> That's
0: funny. So, uh, yeah flaming lips but anyway nice. um and you we were talking about a book that you read brian
2: yeah you. i didn't go anywhere interesting this week but i did read <laughs> read a good book you uh have a very adult life that's a, yeah, very old very tired um <laughs> uh new york hardcore 1980 <laughs> to 1990 written nice. by tony Rettman. it's on uh bazillion points books fabulous uh book publishing place and it's really uh Obviously covers the New York hardcore period in that time. It's kind of like the companion piece if you read "Please Kill Me" by uh, Legs McNeil, which covers the Ramones, uh, Television, Patti Smith, all that era of punk and no wave in mm-hmm. New York City. This is like the accompaniment that picks up right after that went, and the early bands: Agnostic Front and uh, was it the Stimulators? I think that. Uh, With Harley? That Harley played he drums. Was like he was 13. like eight. there's pictures. He yeah. was younger than that. He was like ten. Oh my it's crazy God. It's insane Yeah like, wow. the, He was
0: like this little ki- His aunt was in the band That's why Yeah
2: Crazy stories so. You know But it it, it, it Really great pictures uh, Flyers um, Written in a real easy way to read But like different quotes that, I like that style Where they just quote different people It's not just like a You know A read through kind of book Um, But You know Youth of Today All the Straight Edge mo- Everything It covers everything you know, and I awesome. uh, highly recommend it if you're into that. Of course, music. Of uh, course, it's worth a read. Got it at my local library. Save the buck.
3: Nice.
0: I got to tell you, you—I've never seen anyone work a local library more than <laughs> you, man.
2: You're like—I I know. <laughs> you know, like they well, stay it's open great. for you. I mean, if you have a card at any place, in, you know, in Suffolk County, mm. you can get access to every library in Suffolk County, and they'll mail it right to your. Local library, and you pick it up, and they really have like every movie, every horror movie, everything you could possibly need. It's free. Well, Where you're do they paying get it for from? it. That's. I've noticed that the Mastic Library has a lot of horror movies. Whoever's Shout out buying to it, whoever's Seriously, buying the whatever's shit in the water over there, because I guess whatever people work at the library decide what goes on the shelves. Like they have a budget to work decide with.
0: Woodchip Massacre. If I would yo, look at,
2: if I so many thing things come. I'm like Mastic again. Look at yeah. Mastic. Yeah, <laughs> Mastic coming through. <laughs> it makes sense. Uh, yeah, completely it make makes sense. a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> but they have a killer library, I guess. But yeah, it's worth it. But that book particular, very good. Worth a read. So
0: much mileage out of that library card.
2: I'm all over it. Yeah, they know forever. me by name. I'm yeah. like I'm like Norm from Cheers. What's like, up, Brian, what's
0: yeah. up? What's up, Lang? Like I'll check myself <laughs> out. <and Yeah>. Walk <laughs> behind the counter. What's yeah. up, ladies? <laughs> yeah, do me a favor, close this register when you're done. <laughs> so. yeah. <clears> all sick. right. well fantastic. Um once again Mike Malamo is here joining us, our first guest. Um, everyone Hola. knows Mike. I know you're holding a flyer. What do you got over there? <laughs> well,
2: it's funny. Oh, is that,
3: that the first one? Uh, well, it, no, it wasn't the first inside show, but uh, if you remember the first episode we were talking about, you know, yeah. when, I, when I got you into- book,
0: You booked a show. No, oh,
3: that no, that, that's not this one. That's okay. not this one, but the funny thing- um, That you one know was it I mean. outdoors, right? Wasn't that the- No, that was one? in the Knights Col- of Columbus. It was- Oh, yeah, oh, oh, yeah. oh, okay. Let's yeah, take okay. A pi- I'm going to take a picture yeah. of this,
0: and then we'll put it up yeah. on the- The Facebook,
3: you know, when I first got, you know, when I first got into
0: hardcore, um, the other way, you know, back
3: when they used to do flyers, you know, I would always see, I would always see inside on all these flyers, and uh, I don't know, I would never, I would never be able to catch them at shows. I would just miss them or whatever, blah blah blah. And uh, I was in Sunrise Mall, and do you remember a store called Animal House? No. There was a store in Sumrise Mall called Animal House and I walked in there and uh, I'm looking around and they have all these hardcore shirts and I'm just like, what the fuck is a mall, you know, a, a mall store doing with these? You know, they had like sick of it all, and they had like a v- like an old VOD shirt and a you know, victory record shirt and blah blah blah. Yeah. So I go in there and I wind up, you know, I think I bought all three of those shirts and uh you know the girls, you know, ringing me up at the register, and I look, you know, down, and there was like a plexiglass, you know, container with like all the shirts and stuff, mm-hmm. and I saw the first inside CD there, and I was just like, Whoa. "Holy shit! Wow!" I'm like, "Fucking inside!" I was like, "I'll take that," and she goes, "Oh, that's my brother's band. It was Vinny's sister.
1: Get out of here that worked
3: there. Vinny Get and Tommy's sister. here. Yeah. sure, sure. Yeah, so she's just like, Regina. oh, yeah. So she's yeah. like, oh, awesome. Yeah, blah blah blah. So, um." wound up buying the CD and uh loved it you know and that was that was the yeah. beginning of the end for Good, my I'm glad yeah and what uh, what
0: a connection though, those two brothers being in like probably the two biggest most influential uh long island hardcore bands yeah you know inside yeah. silent majority yeah. like arguably yeah
1: for right? that sound yeah,
0: yeah absolutely so definitely um thanks man so anyway yeah we were talking about like the the first show you booked remember
3: <laughs> yeah, at Knights of Columbus. Yeah. 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 And, uh, well, funny. It's funny how the inside ties to me because, uh, so Cameron, my guitarist, had a brother, Andrew.
0: Sure. And I know Andrew. Andrew well. Yeah.
3: And Andrew went to college with, I think, Tom. Who else went to Hofstra? Tom. Th- just Tom. Yeah. Tom. Okay. So that's how kind of we became friendly with inside, you know, Sky Came Falling and Fall Victim and stuff like that. So sure. when I was putting um, the first. You know, in essence, it became the first Sky Came Falling show. I needed other bands, so I was, you know, friendly with Andrew, and Andrew was just like, oh, well, I go to college with Tom, you know, you like, inside? I was like, I fucking love inside. So he went up to Tom, and then he got inside on the show, and then he got, you know, Motive and Cleanser and Tension. Awesome. And, You're like, Tension beats yeah. people up. Yeah, I was, just like, I was like, I'm I afraid. And they're like, oh, wait, but they take this naked guy out at the end. And I was like, all right, just we'll <laughs> fucking let him run around. Whatever. Naked guy.
1: You know?
0: Definitely. Do you remember that, Jay?
1: Uh I do remember the show. I don't remember anything about a yeah. naked guy.
3: Yeah, It was literally the day after the second PWAC closed. Or oh, well, the common ground, yeah, you yeah. know, because there was supposed to be. I think the H two O show was supposed to be that day, right? And then the cops raided it, and blah blah blah. Hey, and uh, funny thing I remember about that show. I mean, the the hall itself held, I think, 150 people, and I mean, we fucking squeezed like 300. I was people about to say into yeah, that place, is. and I and I just remember Tommy Corrigan. He rode his bike there, and he was wearing like cut off like <laughs> desert storm like camo pants shorts and was was that time you know Yeah I was like it yo was. I was like this is going to be a fucking great show yeah. man so I, I was psyched Yo camo shirt. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I was psyched you know Now so, it's ready Yeah so. so but um so were you always the singer like I mean like of inside No I'm saying just like in general like
1: I never played any any instrument in my life but mm-hmm. I always loved music so singing was something that uh you know, you do it when you're in the shower and in your car or whatever. And it was just something that I always knew that I could do if the time ever came.
0: When like, when did you first start? Like, like, were you a little kid singing along to, like, you know, whatever?
1: Yeah. You know, my family, we used to take long car trips three times a year down to Florida. And it was me and my sister and my parents. And, you know, this is back before everything it was cassette tapes or it was you know radio and the farther south we got it was all country Mm. and stuff like that so my parents yeah (laughs) and uh kenny rogers and stuff like that you singing the uh, gambler on the way down i always still to this day (laughs) still to this day
0: were you like because i couldn't imagine like even if my parents came to see me today (laughs) i would feel super awkward singing in front of them but were you
1: like one of those little kids that just sang in front of your parents nope no, but that's, that's how I first like, got into music. And when you, you're on a long car ride and you're listening to music and you're just staring out the window, and it was, I, would, I guess it was weird to say maybe, but I would like envision myself singing these songs. I was like, ah, I kind of want to do that. I like the idea of it.
0: I think we all did that. Yeah, probably, extent, you know?
1: probably. And then uh, the first time I ever sang was, uh, <laughs> it was a graduation party after 12th grade. My friends had a band. My buddy Matt was a singer. They played a bunch of songs, then they took a break, and Matt got a little wasted and walked off with this girl, so when they were ready to play again, Matt was nowhere to be found, so they were like, all right, we're just going to play, and they just started playing instrumental, and they started playing State of Love and Trust, and I had a couple beers in me as well, and I ran up and grabbed the mic and did it, and afterwards, everyone was like, that was awesome, and That's I was like, great. hard song to sing. <laughs> i was you, you know there was some do? liquid courage how'd you do, how'd you do? i I, <laughs> yeah. I everyone was uh very pleased everyone was like are you, are you kidding me like you know that's I awesome like, oh, yeah
0: that's a great one so you figure what was that 91
1: 93 i graduated 93 yeah because yeah. it was single sound singles track. had just singles, come out yeah great soundtrack killer
0: so that was the first time that you, you... first
1: time i ever picked up a microphone yeah and then they called me like two weeks later and they're like listen matt's going away to college in september we want to keep the band going do you want to sing listen
0: matt's still banging that girl <laughs> <laughs> we never he found him never <laughs> found them. They ne- neither one of them ever came back <laughs> <laughs>
1: so um and,
0: yeah. and so you joined that band
1: uh yes they were called fat alice we <laughs> it was yes fat alice. It was a band called fat alice first band i was ever in and uh, yeah we made like a couple of demo tapes and we it, were like a 90s mainstream rock sounding, you know, type of band and uh was it Fat Alice like PHAT? No, 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 no. <laughs> it, it was yeah, right. it was probably the more, uh, the more offensive one of the two. <laughs> but uh one we practiced in our drummer's house in Belmore and one night we went to his house to practice and his father opens the door and he's looking at us all weird and we're just like, "Hey." And his his parents were very accommodating. They loved the band. They loved that we did it. So we're like trying to kind of go in and his dad like wasn't moving and he's looking at us and we're all just like is everything all right you know and he's finally like did you guys talk to chris and we were like no it's like chris is in college this kid like signed himself up to go to school i think pace got in and went and never told us so we just showed up for i mean how long does it take to get into college a couple months it's a process he never said a word to us we show up at his house so like all right can we go get our stuff and dad was like yeah and then all of a sudden we hear the dad on the phone in the kitchen he got chris on the phone he's screaming at him (laughs) it's like what is wrong with you so we're down there we're just like right, we're taking that, and we're taking that. Like, he doesn't know what's ours and yeah, what's nah, not nah, ours. Yeah, so we just, yeah. like, took everything and brought it to our guitarist's house. And, Sorry, uh, Chris. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did but, you, uh,
0: so from there, did you ever talk to Chris again? No.
1: No, I, I randomly saw him a couple years later when, word of, when I started that band, Word of Mouth. And we opened at this, for VOD, at this place uh, called Ferraris, which is now the space in Westbury, strangely enough. Oh. And um, he was like, yo, I heard you're in a band that like opened for VOD, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, VOD was like, you know, the shit at the that time. That was the shit. Yeah. You know? And, uh, you know, he was like, yeah, like, uh, like you're you, you drummer. Like, is he cool? Like, you're good. And in my head, I'm like, why would I ever ask you to play drums for my band again? You yeah. totally ditched on us the first time. Like, thanks, but no thanks, man. So but Thanks for the PA system. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and everything else. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for that
0: Marlboro box. <laughs> my mother thanks you for the washing machine. <laughs> <laughs> wow all right so then from there so word of mouth was like me tom and craig
1: from inside Mm -hmm. and this dude russ playing guitar we were like an old school hardcore sounding band was that um,
0: was that the the next band after
1: that was yeah yeah after fat alice
0: huh and then from there so so how'd you find everyone were you friends already with
1: them uh i met tom he was going to hofstra at the time as parker said and uh he was friends with my friend Gary, who I went to high school with, and he was like, listen, he's like, I know a guy who plays bass, and Tom shows up, and he had this red, like, I think it was like imitation Fender bass <laughs> with the white pick guard, no, no uh, strap, so we played the whole practice sitting down, and then finally he admitted to me afterwards, he's like, I'd never played never bass before, played he's bass. like, I just wanted to... You,
0: you know you know why I know that? Because we played a show with you guys on right, Wednesday. <laughs> And for some reason, that story came up. Tom told me that Get story. Get out of he here. He was just like, yeah. He's like, we started playing. He's like, uh, uh, whoever told him that you guys needed a bass player. So he's like, I never played bass. Uh. I just grabbed the bass, and I t- said, sure, I could do it. Because he's like, I play the clarinet or trombone, whatever. Trombone, he played the trombone. So he's like, how hard could everything. it be? And uh, he told me, how weird is that? He told me that same That's story so crazy. a couple yeah, of days ago.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, uh, yeah. And uh, then we brought Craig on board, and we got this dude Russ, and... You know did that old school hardcore thing for a while and
0: what year was that? I
1: would say probably ninety four, ninety five. Ninety four ninety
0: five. So like what was like the influence for, for that? I'd love to. Oh man. Question.
1: Sure. Um you know we were all into you know, bad brains, big time, dog eat dog, biohazard, sick of it all. That's what it was. But yeah. then, you know, I mean the the goal was to try to sound like VOD.
3: I think that was everybody's goal. But that then, it wasn't that.
1: attainable. I mean, yeah. those guys are, and you know, I say it all the time, like, people are like, oh, it's not, you oh, know, he's not really singing, he's just screaming. It's like, you know what, man, here's a microphone, good luck with that. Good luck with that. You do that. Now. No. And, and
0: I'll, right. I'll tell you this, because you and I have, like, very similar indie rock taste. Um, for me, I didn't really, like, I wasn't, like, a hardcore kid. Sure um but vod was one of those bands vod and sick of it all because once i heard scratch oh, yeah. the surface i was yes. like this is fucking uh, it was just head and shoulders above anything else that i thought you know i'm listening to the Lemonheads, sonic youth but listening to that vod demo i'm like this is awesome oh yeah this is so fucking oh, yeah. good mm-hmm. like all the like when i first heard take them out and like all these Ugh. songs like i don't know what it is but this is different than all that other stuff, and I love it.
1: So. To the, to this day, if I had the money, I would pay them to get back together for one day and go into a recording studio, and they get some sick recordings. They oh, have yeah. some quality recordings.
0: And just redo that demo?
1: Just redo Rhythm of the AK. Nice. I want to hear Rhythm of the AK in full force. That is the sickest riff. Like, yeah. oh my God. I, uh,
0: no bass player, too. Remember? No bass player,
1: man. Oh. No ba- And they didn't need it. Oh, by the way, we played...
0: Tom Tom could have joined We played their (laughs) (laughs) You missed missed that Tom
1: (laughs) Uh, We played their First ever show VOD Where was that? It was a We were in a quick Little band called Puddle We were together For like a month And it was at The old Hammerheads In Franklin Square And it was their First ever show And they sounded like Kind of like Alice in Chains Which is funny
0: Because later on
1: Oh he's a They're a huge influence On him I, mean, I was friends with those guys for a while, and uh, he he was big he was big into chains.
0: And how could you not be? Dirt is mm. so like if you don't like anything at all, dirt and jar of flies. Oh yeah, like, oh, you know what
1: I'm right. saying? Like those are just two monster.
0: And unfortunately for that band, they influenced the worst. Like oh, you yeah. know when the Ramones came around. Or like the Clash, they just influenced like so many great punk bands. Sure, like, yeah, sure. Alice in Chains had like the opposite effect. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like everyone that they oh, influenced, God smack. oh like, my goodness, was just like can't God <laughs> smack! Like everyone <laughs> oh. was just like, I don't know, like they took yeah. the, maybe they just couldn't do that sound,
2: you know? So. Yeah, it's a shame because they were the best at all the bands that came out of that, Seattle. That was a band that I didn't me. get
1: in. Into until, probably really into until six or seven years ago. Alice in oh. Chains is phenomenal. Oh, that really? guy's voices. I always knew them. I was on their stuff, but it was like I'd buy it and I'd listen to it and I'd be like, awesome, and put it on the side. And But I, it's one of those bands I didn't really understand the greatness of until six, seven years ago.
0: Certain things hit later on in life. Oh, for sure. Um, for sure. I wasn't ready to listen to Fugazi because oh. I wanted Minor Threat. Oof, like when I, I was younger, agreed. I was like, "What are you kidding me?" One hundred percent. I want to hear filler. I don't want to hear repeater. Yep. And then as time went on, and I started to play more guitar, and I started to appreciate like musicianship. I'm like, oh, this is really good. That band. It's when your
2: brain's ready to hear certain things. Yeah, Sometimes I'm... it doesn't click, but later on it does. I mean, yeah. I got into black metal when I turned 40. Who the fuck does that? <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck would get into that later in life yeah. without me? That's it. <laughs> me. That's it, you know? That's funny. It's crazy.
0: No wonder you didn't have time to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting there, waiting for the snow. somewhere like Haltzville.
2: <laughs> waiting for churches to <laughs> burn. I don't want to say too much.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, all right, so then,
1: we're we're what was
0: it? You said word,
2: word of mouth, word of mouth.
0: Yeah. So how long so, did that band um, go for?
1: Uh, we were together, if I had to ballpark, it probably like eight or nine months, okay. and then one day Eddie Reyes from Clockwise, at the time Clockwise, now taking back Sunday Fame, of course, um, comes up to us. We're gonna
0: that, get Mark on the show soon. What? What's that? We're gonna get Mark on. Is the that right? Show. Uh, awesome. Love yeah, Mark he's not the next, not next guest, but the one after.
1: So. Dude. Yeah. I'd tell my son hello. He's a great guy. Um, yeah. So Eddie, I mean us, like we weren't really anybody who just, we were all very new to the scene. I was a jock from East Meadow, you know, and who just always loved music. And I kind of found my way there. So we didn't really know anybody. So it was weird that out of all the bands, Eddie Reyes approached the three of us. And he was like, do you want to start a side project? And we were like, Okay, I mean Eddie was in Clockwise, and at the time we were like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. I'm, like this guy's talking to us. So he's asking us if yeah. we want to be in a band too. So we we're like, "Yeah." So we dropped word of mouth on the spot, and inside started up, and then in uh, the very Eddie way, and Mark <laughs> will attest to this, he uh, comes up to us one day. He's like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna have my friend come down and uh, and try out to play second guitar," and we're like, "Cool, who is it?" And he was like, oh, "Vinny Carignan." We're like. We know who Vinny is. <laughs> it's like yeah, I have my friend come down. It's like we know who Vinny is. So he brings Vinny down, and he's like, yeah, he's awesome. He's awesome. And then Vinny admitted to us later that he had never played guitar before. <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> yeah. I think
0: like back then you could do certain things like that because it was like a, maybe it's like youth. You know, it's like such mm. a primal like in like the music sure. that we were. Playing. Vinny's also
1: very smart. He's very adept. He's, he he will if you ask him. Or tell him to do something, and he knows he needs to do it. He will get it done. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, you know, banging on the guitar back then, um, it, like I said, it's it's like when you're a kid. Like it just you could just do stuff like that. Yeah. You know, it's not like I guess you don't overthink it. You know, you just yeah. plug in and you play, and everyone's like, "Oh, that's a great beat." And, yeah. And like the stuff that we were playing just really wasn't like back then. Wasn't like verse chorus verse chorus. It mm-hmm. was just like wild you yeah know? sure
1: so, very free form, yeah for sure
0: so that was like the beginning of inside that
1: right? was the beginning of inside I brought Vinny in and uh you know we got I, i've gotten no matter <clears> what <throat> band i was in or at what point with music I, I always got very very lucky um we played a couple backyard shows a couple basement shows nothing crazy and then Artie philly who was booking all the, the shows at the time was a very fair guy went to eddie and he was like um listen I'm going to put inside on the last Mind Over Matter show, they, you know, the last show, and it was Still Suit and Silent Majority and yeah. Mind Over Matter and Millhouse, and you know, like you know, we hadn't played anything. We showed up to this two thousand kids spread out all over the the old Pwac, and um, was it really that many? Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, yeah it yeah. was. The, I mean, it was as packed as that room could get. Yeah. I mean, whatever corner you could squeeze a body into was filled. And we're standing up there like, okay, like this is it, let's go. And uh, at that show happened to be that guy, Kyle Anderson, Mm -hmm. who did the old Stony Brook. Was it Stony Brook? Yes. Yeah, Yeah. radio show. And um, he was like an electrician or a plumber or something like that, and he wanted to start a label, and he did. And Greensleep was on it, and um, Sleeposaurus was on it. Got
0: back together, Greensleep. Awesome.
1: Yeah. And, um, yeah, so they... uh, He comes up to us after that show, and he was—I was back at school, back down school in Baltimore, and my drummer calls me. I was like, "Hey, man, some guy wants to put out a CD for us, and you know, have us go on tour next summer." I was just like, "Wow!" So we played like one real show, and that happened. So, like, talk about right place at the right time. He's a good guy. I mean, he was. Kyle Anderson is probably the most instrumental human being in the course of my musical career. I mean, if he doesn't step up for us in that situation, we didn't no idea who he was. You know, yeah. who knows what happens.
0: And what was the first thing you guys recorded?
1: Uh, that, gr- well, we recorded a three-song demo, which ended up mistakenly at the end of the first CD of the eight-song, CD mm-hmm. the gray CD. Um, we had used the same reel to record the demo. 2 reel?
0: remember those (laughs) you know
1: the the classics and uh, we used the same reel and it was the first three songs were the demo and the last eight songs were the cd recordings eddie goes to the guy who's pressing it and he was like all right there's 11 he's like eddie's like the first eight songs the first eight songs and the guy's like do you want to listen he's like no no the first eight songs so the last three songs of the cd actually got cut off because Eddie told the guy the first eight songs oh, wow. And the first three songs were the demo So everyone bought the CD The first three songs were the demo all over again oh, So wow. the track listing is all messed up on the back oh, wow. And there are three inside Actually two inside songs floating around out there That were never never released Because we never got around to releasing them The other one was a redo of one of the demo songs When
0: is Spotify going to get those?
1: Dude, that's all up to Vinny you got to <laughs> go to Ireland <laughs> Where, where <laughs> Vinny lives now and and figure that one out Yeah, He controls everything yeah
0: man, that's crazy. mm-hmm and then uh that was funny so was that the first thing that you recorded on vocals, or did you guys record with with the prior band?
1: Well, fat Alice, I'd been in a recording studio with that band, Fat Alice.
0: What was like your first recording experience? uh vocals vocals are like
1: weird, yeah, you know, and I did a little bit of yelling in one song. I didn't know how to scream yet, you know, I'd never really heard good hardcore yet and Fat Alice obviously was not involved in the, in the Long Island Hardcore scene. But one song I did some screaming in. And I went into the booth and I, I did that song first because it was a song I liked the most. And I'm screaming and I'm over and over again, another take, another take. And all of a sudden I got no voice. So, you know, we had only paid for the one day. We did it on the quick and on the cheap. We were oh, 19, 18, you know. 19 years old. Yeah, trial and, and error, uh, man. And, yeah. bro, like, by the time... I mean, the last note I belted out, and they were like, all right, we got it. And I was like, good, because I can't even talk <laughs> anymore. Yeah. So you learn. Yeah, absolutely. You learn.
0: Because, um, like, w- w- as far as vocals, because obviously that's what I do sometimes, too, um, it's, you know, like, you could ruin... A great piece of music no you know? like my you're, goodness because you're like the guy you yeah, know it's sure. like you're you're uh mariana rivera you know it's like you you Very could definitely true. give up a grand slam it's that's like, it wow this band sounds great but the singer sounds like shit yeah that's... and even if you sound like shit on that particular day that's the one that people are going to hear over and over again. sure sure um you know I mean, I'm,
1: there's definitely songs that in all the bands I've been in, you know, one or two songs that they come on, and I'm just like, ugh, like, oh my goodness, like, this poor band, you know, yeah. like, I'm sorry, guys, no, <laughs> I thought this was good, Yeah, <laughs> thought I had it.
0: It's, it's really, it's definitely, like, the lead singer, uh, Torture, um, I don't know if most people hear it, but, like, same thing, like, you hit play, and, like... Everyone's like rocking out to her to listen to, and then you hear that one squeak. Oh. and I'm like, I hope no one heard that. Oh, my <laughs> goodness,
1: you know. But you just like fine comb it, you know. Yeah, so. there's a mumbled lyric here and there that, yeah. that everyone probably thinks it's a word, yeah. And I hear it, and I'm just like, ah, yeah, there, there there it
0: is. There it is. So Brian was just playing the drums, man, <laughs> <laughs> as, hard, as hard as you could hit him you know. That man, so good but, for you. um, And then from there, what was the the record? Then the seven inches came after that, right?
1: Seven inches, was, yes. Seven inches, to wall drug was right. after that. Okay, and that was a collection of seven inches, correct?
0: Yeah. All right, and then uh, the one with uh, my Ray funeral. Brower.
1: Oh, that's that was one of the seven inches. Yeah, that was the first. Song. That was the oh, first was seven inch. Yeah. yeah, it was the last I song. On the first seven inch. Yeah, sure.
0: Yeah, just recently. I mean, first of all, I mean, you know, Stand by Me and all that other oh, stuff. Classic. Um, completely classic right
1: classic. wasn't that a great it's amazing it still fucking holds up? I, i'd watch it right now yeah yeah we <laughs> could watch right we now. could take
0: ford fairlane <laughs> off <laughs> we could all just all right genera- take it easy uh. take you don't take ford failing uh. this oh. etiquette here
1: yeah we have rules here sam
0: um but uh just yeah john cusack was in yeah that was another john cusack movie yeah, was in yeah. quick yep. Quick. Richard the Dreyfuss brother, yeah. Yeah.
1: Kiefer Sutherland.
0: narrated Where? Yep. Casey Simesco is in there right? yes. three o'clock high man yeah that's right um a bunch of people right who else Corey Feldman
1: Corey Feldman
0: that's River another Phoenix. one of those like River Corey Phoenix, Feldman yeah. movies like he he like he's been in like what five of like the the biggest ever
2: yeah. who's this Corey, Corey Feldman. oh Corey Feldman sure well yeah. it's sure. boys
0: you know and then from there like his career just like took like the worst <laughs> turn you he, know he's in a bad place right now he's in a bad but I don't think he thinks that no no, <laughs> no, no, totally. no.
1: so is it really and God a bad bless him for play. selling yeah. himself it's yeah, a hard saying. sell right now you know? Uh, you
2: know
0: is it really a
3: bad place like he's know, in a better place than Miguel from the day
2: he's doing the today show man you know with yeah. his angels
0: but <sighs> there's something you know cause everyone's looking at that performance right that and like m- maybe we just don't get it you know what i'm saying like i don't know because he i
2: definitely there's no don't humor
0: to what he's trying to do like he's dead fucking serious yeah um and it's so fucking terrible but i mean tastes are just tastes. but yeah. like i don't know i think that just
2: it, I, I, nobody's does buying he, buying he realize record, he's doing like michael jackson's yeah, dance moves in oh 2017 yeah. like Completely, and, and trying to pass it off like, as yeah, his own. what are you doing? But yeah. he can't sing. No.
0: Um, and
2: he, <sighs> I saw him at some club in Center oh, Reach. Oh, yeah, the, his Kings, band. Club. the yeah, Kings Club. The Kings Club. We went there after work. Me and a couple of bartenders, and it was so. It was sad. Uh, well, like we were Santa, laughing Santa at Ridge first. is very sad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> people oh. were yelling in between the songs like, how does it feel to peak at 11? Oh. Were they paying to And they were chanting, Corey Haim, Corey Haim. Oh, my God. That is terrible. Oh, that That is terrible. But funny. Yeah, I got a T-shirt, but like, I felt bad. Were they there? <laughs> his like <laughs> wife was there, and like just listening to the abuse.
0: I wouldn't feel that, but then again, yeah, like all the money in the world, and he probably just wants some validation. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like he's sitting there getting his
2: dick. He's got up a song to sing. You know, he's got a <laughs> song in his heart. <laughs> he's got to get that shit out. He's got gotta get to there, he's gotta so, get it out. Yeah, you know? You know?
0: Um,
2: he didn't ask to be blessed with that talent. No. You
1: know, songwriting, <laughs> like, and he. He like, started young. He was the voice of the, the the hound in Fox and the Hound, Disney's Fox and the Hound. Oh man! So he started young. Throwing it
0: back over there, man. Wow! You know, Throwing it back. I'm, I'm going back before <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: back wow. before Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. Wow.
0: What was that what was his first movie? I don't even know. Probably Fox
1: and the Hound. Yeah. Only vocally, but huh? I don't know hmm. what his first. Still, was. what a career! I mean, I yeah. don't want to feel bad
0: for him. No, but like he's he's definitely had some like. Uh, he's been around. He's had some shitty moments as of yeah. late. Kind of yes. but, yes. Um, but he, still, like to some extent, like he believes in what he's doing, so there's something to be said about that.
2: Yeah. How does he finance anything? <sighs> like how is there money coming in?
0: He probably still gets some checks.
2: I, I would yeah. Like you know, there I, no think good
1: I think residual I think Parker deals. I paid then, eighty though. bucks for fucking
0: like <laughs> got him a hockey mask. <laughs> he was, hey, he was in Friday the Thirteenth, yeah. so uh, yeah. <laughs> over there. He probably gets a cut out of probably. whatever. I'm, like sure, I'm yeah. sure he does, man. So. But um, all right, so then 1999 comes. And well, let, let's talk about we forgot about
3: Johnny Boy on guitar. Let's talk about oh. Eddie leaves and Johnny comes oh, in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That, was, that um, was a big step. That was a bigger deal than we thought it was. I mean, John coming in was the best thing that happened to us. No offense to Eddie, but Working stylistically, Ed. I, I would say Eddie's done quite well for himself, and good <laughs> yeah. for him. I, you know, I congratulate all those guys. He deserves it. Eddie's a hardworking guy. Just stylistically, we were going in different directions um clockwise was also starting to take off at that point in fact we had gone on a tour and george Fullen from clockwise drove all the way to pennsylvania to pick up eddie and drive him back to long island we played one show without eddie so clockwise could shoot the video for um she said she was yep. uh, yeah
0: that I love that song yeah
1: it's yeah. a great CD yeah, yeah. and then George drove him all the way back to Penn so George didn't sleep for like two days wow. George was a saint about shout the whole thing him. and now he's General got a kid, George, so he's oh, definitely not sleeping huge so, you know? shout out to General yeah. George so uh, yeah so that's what was going on so when we got back like you know stylistically we're moving in different directions and Clockwise is doing their thing and we wanted to advance you know we were tired of hearing like you know Eddie's got this so we can't do that he's got this with Clockwise so we can't do that Um, so, you know, we parted ways one night, and George came to pick him up, and, uh, the next day, I had John come down to try out for the band, I saw him at Nassau Community College, I asked him, he's like, I love you guys, like, I would love to, he comes down auditions, we were gonna have open auditions for people, he was the first guy there, and, uh, by the end of the practice, we were just like, we don't need to bring anyone else in here, like, you got it, yeah, he was phenomenal.
0: And the best feeling? because, like, I hate inviting people that I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You know, not that it can't work out, but it's just, like...
1: It's difficult. Yeah, you know, you don't know
0: when to start being a dick. Yeah, (laughs) and,
1: and, I mean, you know, then you have to tell how many, 7, 12, 19 people that, no, thanks for coming down. Like, I'm not good at that. Me neither. You know? Yeah. So I'm glad it happened that way, but uh, I think there were a lot of people out there that took umbrage to the fact that we... You know, kicked Eddie out, which it, it was more of a parting of the ways, but um that that caused a little rift for a little while.
0: As far as like, what people going to your shows, um or just like friendships?
1: Yeah, there was some of that stuff. We got some weird shows for a while, and that's when all of a sudden we started playing with uh you know Motive, Intention, and all like these heavier bands mm-hmm. because they were they were digging it, and they're like, well, we don't you know care about that, so we we're like, awesome. And, uh, you know, eventually everything kind of worked itself out, but, you know, when we felt that little bit of tension, you know, with some people, that's when we decided, like, all right, well, we got to go out and do this on our own, and we started touring more often, and, uh, you know, that's when things kind of took off for a little bit, and then we went to Europe, and there was just no gas left in the tank, a bunch of shows got canceled while we were over there, it was not the best experience, although I'm still glad I got to go. Of course. Um,
0: now, who pays for that, like, the label...
1: We paid for our plane tickets. Everything else was Motherbox Records. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Paul from Paul Motherbox. Yeah, shout out to him. That's awesome. Yeah, so at that point, we had just put the 7-inch out on Motherbox, and he hooked up the whole tour, sent us over there, and we were touring with this band called The Bigots like a local punk band it from Italy. It would have been Italy right now. That, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Making America great again. Yeah. So, uh, we are it, a
0: call of the bigots.
1: <laughs> but bigots means something else over there. Of course it does. So of course, it, like it, inside's luck, it's like, oh, you going to Italy. who are you touring with? Ah, the Bigots. It doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean that. You know, uh, it's a pastry over yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> we still keep in touch with those guys on Facebook. <laughs> the singer. The singer came over here like two years ago, and everybody from inside, except for Vinny, because he was in Ireland. We all went to Craig's house and saw Tommy from the Bigots. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of fun. Good time. Good people. Yeah.
0: Very cool. Hmm. Um. So he joins the band, and then you guys make your. What turns out to be, I guess, the last record.
1: Yeah, yeah, my funeral, and it, it, it's funny because that CD
0: is like the one.
1: That, the, the CD release show was also our last show. Yeah, oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. We, we were in yeah. Italy, and things just weren't going well, and what, I could tell morale was down.
0: Was it the canceled shows? Was it, it was, was it that or
1: you know what it is? We were going to California to try to talk to the people from Crank. Mineral was on Crank we thought them or Jade Tree might be a good fit for us at the time uh, Definitely, you know and uh, so we were going to talk to the guys from Crank and we were in California we were staying with uh, Chris Smith from Redwood Records which is what we were on then Um, and uh, he was bummed that we were going to talk to Crank and we sat down and we had a really good heart to heart with him and he was like you know I would love to put it out and we were like all right, man like you know if you're going to love this record, you know, give it care, then you're the guy.
0: What did you want him to do specifically?
1: Put it out. Just release put it, it. Out, Yeah, re- release it and yep. stuff.
0: So, you, but you were only considering the other labels because you felt maybe like what, for, for the mineral? We, like, we thought, like it, yeah, yes,
1: all that. We also thought that maybe we could get a, a, a larger recording budget which yeah. we'd never really had before and we, you know, promised him the record and we recorded it and he paid for it and, at that point we started talking to him one day and we mentioned about the, the scan code thing. And he was like, "Oh, I don't, he was like very DIY hardcore. And he was like, I don't, I don't scan code my stuff. And we were just like, well, you kind of have to like, we're looking to progress here. Like if you don't scan code anything, we don't, we can't no. get it into major stores. Nobody's going to know how many units we sold. We're going to have a tough time. He's like, yeah, sorry, I don't do that. And we didn't ask him that at the beginning. And, you know miscommunication and that uh that that set us back because we knew we were like alright well here's another record now that no one's gonna hear about or we're not gonna be able to get credit for from bigger labels if we look to move in that direction because we didn't scan code this so that was uh you know there were a couple things there that you know caused us to take a bit of a hit and uh, morale as I said when we were in Italy and the show started getting cancelled we were like uh eh.
0: All right. Um, we're gonna take a, a little break here because uh, I gotta flip the uh flip the disc. Gotta uh,
2: flip the record. Gotcha, man. All right. We'll be back.